Mate, did we watch a thing this week? Nope. Hi, Billy. Hey, Topher. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Is that really how we're starting this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mate, happy anniversary. Thanks, buddy. One year ago, on this day exactly, you and I ducked down to the basement at work with our phone. And amongst other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we spoke about Justice League for half an hour. Um, I didn't get you anything. No, I didn't get you anything either. Oh. I mean, mostly because I don't care about you. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Now I don't feel out of place. Yeah. <laughs> but so we've decided that this week we wouldn't watch a thing. I still watch things. Oh, what did you watch? Uh, the Old Man and the Gun. Oh, yes. How was that? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, didn't love it, but I enjoyed it. You know, watching Sissy Spacek and Robert Redford crush on each other is pretty delightful. Yeah. What else did I see? Oh, the new Netflix one, Outlaw King, which, again, liked, didn't love. Coming off Hell or High Water with that actor-director combo, yeah. which I really rated Hell or High Water. Yeah. This is not Hell or High Water. You done much? I've done nothing, my friend. I've done nothing. I've watched, <laughs> bring it up again, watched a lot of game shows. Shock me. <laughs> A lot of game shows. <laughs> just like any any game shows. I don't even care. I don't care whether they're good game shows, bad game shows. I'll just I'll watch them. Whatever comes at you. <laughs> yeah. But so this week we thought that we would reach out to our dear listeners and say, look, you've been listening to us for a long time now. If there's anything you want to know, if there's anything you want to tell us, let's do a mailbag episode. We'll reach into our, into our goodie bag of letters and we'll read them out Saturday Disney style. <laughs> Did you ever do that? Did I ever send in to Saturday Disney? Yeah. Oh, no. Several times I start, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to put all this crap together. I would spend weeks like making mazes, drawing pictures. I never actually sent in. Yeah. Did you? I think I'm probably in the same boat. I liked the idea of doing it. <laughs> yeah. Never got so far as <laughs> the act, like um, a certain other thing during my 20s. <laughs> liked the idea of it. Didn't happen. <laughs> But eventually, you stopped wearing the overalls, got rid of the bowl cut. I can't understand why that didn't work for me. <laughs> I did tell you that about Outlaw King, didn't I? I messaged you and said, there is a heroic bowl cut. You did. You did. You did. It, it's the, um, you know, from Brave. And this is one of the problems with Outlaw King, is that the shadow of Braveheart, even a quarter of a century on, just I looms over this film. Yeah. You remember the, the worthless son of the king? Yes. So he, in Outlaw King- is just sporting this biblical bowl cut. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> he was you back to you, you. He was my hero of <laughs> <Yes>. the film. <laughs> All right. Well, we've actually got a lot of uh, letters, questions, and whatnot to get through. Really? Yeah, I know. I was I was pretty surprised. Should we dive into it? Yes. All righty. Give us give us a platform. Do you want to start with one from Twitter, Facebook? I don't Instagram. know, mate. You just dip into that goodie bag. All right. I'm just going to go for it. And just so everyone knows, Billy is the keeper of the questions. Yeah. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, let's answer that straight off the bat. How how much of the social mediaing do you do? Well, that's difficult for me to answer because I don't know how much of it goes on. <laughs> Everyone's like, I'm, I'm like your typical boyfriend. <laughs> I'm there. But I'm not engaging. <laughs> yeah. Look, so if you ever want to reach out to us, which plenty of people do, if you do it through either Twitter or Instagram, you've got me. You can, Definitely. You've got the B-Dizzle. If you do it through Facebook- uh, You've probably got Billy. But it depends. But you might have me. You, you've been you've been hanging around the Facebook a bit. Loitering. Yeah. And the email, how often do you check the email? You've got it on your phone, don't you? Yeah, I checked it on my phone yesterday well, for the first go. time in actually quite a while. It was like- <laughs> 
do you ever delete anything, Billy? <laughs> it's just, I, I was going to go through to see, okay, I swear to God, you won't, probably don't believe me. I, don't I, believe I went to the email yesterday to see if there were some questions. Yeah. And there was so much just junk in there. I was like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> so you see it as could you de- Could you delete some emails? Please? I will. I will. I'll clear it out. <laughs> All right. Let's let's go let's go with uh, some of our good friends from Twitter first. Sam Hurley from the Movie Reviews in Twenty Qs podcast, which is a wonderful podcast. We both guested on it before. We love Sam and Stacey. Sam wants to know if there is any movie that actually fills Tofu with joy, and what movie would people have expected Billy to have cried during, but I actually didn't. Ah, nothing fills me with joy. Um, that's not true. There's a lot that fills me with joy. Yeah. Um, what what do you reckon Sam's after? Just a specific Okay, let's 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 dive into this a little bit. Yeah. There's a lot about film that gives me joy. That's, I, that's I might, true. I might just be sitting there looking at <laughs> the cinematography of an of a Chivo or a Deacons going, This is amazing and right now I'm happy. Yeah. In the more just the pure, simplistic love of a film, yeah, for sure. Ra- Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm rarely happier yeah. than if I'm sitting there and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Is on. How many? How many? Land Land before time. What are you talking about? That's horrifying. (laughs) I'm never sadder (laughs) than watching Land Before Time. It doesn't fill you with a little bit of like hope for the world, though. Has has any movie ever made you go, "Hey, the world isn't an awful place"? Yes, but apparently, I came back to reality so hard now I can't even (laughs) think what it was. So I think the answer is yes. Elements of film can fill you with joy, and so can entire films. Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Inglorious Bastards. Jurassic Park? Sure. Yeah. Inglorious Bastards fills you with joy. Absolutely. That's a joyful experience. Yeah, I've got to get to it. I still haven't seen it. I know. Well, as for the second question, I reckon there's quite a few. Like, usually the movies I cry in are the movies people would not expect people to cry in, a la Passengers. Uh, <laughs> Famously. <laughs> Famously. I, like I said, I did not even shed a little drop in- um, Gaga Cooper Star is Born didn't didn't cry didn't even feel like crying just didn't get to me uh what gets to me is really sappy romantic stuff i cry in anything about a couple the first 10 minutes of up eternal sunshine of the spotless mind anything that usually involves love that gets me going and you're a little bit of a riddle wrapped in a mystery here because you've also said to me before that you hate it when you're being so obviously Emotionally pulled by oh, yeah, I hate by a film, and yet as soon as there's a schmaltzy romance, yeah, waterworks. I'm gone. <laughs> but I so it. is it? There, is it then a kind of self loathing crying that's going Pretty, on? And then I start crying because I'm crying. I'm like you stupid I, shit. I hate that this works on me. <laughs> so there you go, Sam. Hope that answers your questions. He then came back. Steady uh, on, Sam. <laughs> he wanted to know- Oh, fuck you, Sam. I've just read this. <laughs> Will one of you guys ever prescribe a crap film like John Carter to the other in order to just piss them off? Is that what you do to me? The answer is no, because John Carter's not crap. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Good to know. In some things, I've got you on my side, <laughs> though not on Venom. How did you like that? Venom was good. <laughs> All right. Also from Twitter, our very good friend Julio, who's one half of the Contrarians podcast. Great show, which I think we're allowed to say now we'll be guesting on later in the year. And in fact, they just this week had their four year anniversary. Uh, He had a couple of questions. If you could go back and redo an episode or just not do it, which would it be? And conversely, which episode is your favorite? I remember really enjoying our Infinity War episode. Infinity War was a good one. I remember that just being a lot of fun. Yeah. I really- I still go back to Tremors 
I had a lot of fun with. And I think probably some of our best episodes tend to be the throwbacks. My favorites have been Shawshank. I think it was really fun to to do a film that's actually renowned. A duo, we're, we're on the same page for do-over, aren't we? Red Sparrow, definitely. I think that was- Neither of us liked that episode. It was kind of the lowest of the low. We recorded at work. There were people around who kept coming in. We had no vibe. We had no mojo. No. We, we both listened to that episode back and were like, that was crap. Yeah. I think it's, it's one of our shortest episodes too, I think, which- I know that you didn't care so much about, but I was a bit. I felt a bit bad putting that one out. But well, even if it was longer, it just would have been more rubbish. Yeah. So true. I was fine that it was short. Yeah. We we, we apologise. We for, po- for the red sparrow. And so, if you've joined us since that episode, don't don't, don't go back. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good film either. And you know, one of the maybe if Red Sparrow had been like in, we both thought it was subpar. Maybe it would have been easier and more fun if it was genuinely appalling. Yeah. And we could have had fun ripping it to bits, but instead. Because even our vibe on the film was kind of like, eh, that's not very good. I love when when we disagree. I, I love when we both hate a film and I love when we both love a film. But if we're both just middle road on a film, it can be really hard to just have that conversation because it's like, well, what do we talk about? It was fine. Great. <laughs> Let's talk about mediocrity. <laughs> so there you go. Talk about ourselves go. if we wanted to do that. <laughs> the Countdown on Twitter. Our good friend, we we were on their show a couple of weeks ago, and it was a lot of fun. You should definitely check it out. Paul wrote in, he wanted to know which film review slash score from your co-host has filled each of you with the most rage. Follow-up question, which film review slash score from your co-host has filled each of you with the most consternation? It could be the same for both. Yeah? I'm just going to, I'm thinking, but it could be the same for both, because on the one hand, it's just like, what? And also (laughs) like, what? (laughs) There's the obvious ones that I can think of that you would think for me, like Justice League, Venom. <laughs> Whereas for me, it's actually the it's the films that I for me it's the throwbacks, the ones that, that I you really love, love and I just kind of like. Yeah, like I still can't believe that you didn't love, for example, Spirited Away, Tremors. You know, you liked. Yep. Uh, but you know, Sphere, John Carter, the more recent ones. Sphere. <laughs> Those ones for me, where I love them so much. I, the other one, honestly, Venom, I still don't understand. I don't understand what I've heard about how bad that movie is. I don't understand how. <laughs> anyway, we've, we, we did that episode. <laughs> I, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. So um, Probably Justice League for me. Yeah. I gave it a two. You gave it a seven. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I haven't revisited the film since, and I'm afraid to because I know my score is going to change, and then I'll have to admit I was wrong. I, I, yeah, I can't. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Look, it was our first episode. I didn't know what I was doing. All right, over on Facebook, Chris Bratton, who also hosts the More Gooder Than podcast, which is another great one, he wants us to tell him how we're going to top Furious Temper. What are we going to do to top our extravaganza that was the Fast and Furious Marathon. Well, on a personal level, we could do anything that didn't involve watching Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say- That'd be great. As far as my life goes, I've topped that marathon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just from every day since then. <laughs> well, look, we we definitely have plans. In fact, we were saying just the other day that you're heading over in May uh, on an overseas jaunt, so we'll likely do another marathon to to fill in that gap of time. Yeah. We've had quite a few requests for other marathons that we should do. Is that right? Yeah. Emily Higgins from the Tasteless podcast on Twitter, she wrote in, I'm mad that I watched Halloween 3, 4, 5, 6 and Resurrection. 
I want you two to have to watch all the Halloweens Furious Temper style to make my poor choices worthwhile. Yeah, sorry, I'm not doing that. And that's that's <laughs> the second time we've had a request for a Halloween <laughs> marathon. I'd do a Jason marathon. Yeah, you'd do Jason. Yeah. Because you've got that carrot at the end of Jason in Space. <laughs> you do have Jason which in Space. Which is the followed, greatest film ever. And then you top that with Freddy vs. Freddy vs. Jason. Jason. <laughs> I mean, what, what were some of the ones we were throwing out the other day that we could do? Well, I've seen like one and a half Harry Potter films. Oh, there you go. There's so we could do Harry one. Potter. Yeah. Um, we could do Magic May. <laughs> Magic May, indeed. Yeah. We feel like at some point there will be another fest, but we don't yet know what it will be. We'll keep you posted. And we will we'll find some way to top it. If we do Harry Potter, maybe the last four films should be a drinking game. <laughs> you're you're tanked after a drink. How are you gonna get through four films? I don't know how we got through the Fast and Furious franchise, to be honest. David Powell on Facebook. Hey guys, I watched Black Klansman because you and Tofi convinced me to see it. Figured if both of you rated it so high, it was worth a watch. Glad I did. Made me think though how weird it must be to see your life on screen with fictional additions like a love interest. Do you reckon Ron Stallworth is watching this thinking, wait a minute, I don't remember shagging this smoking hot babe with a mad fro? Or is some part of him thinking, fuck you, Spike, what? My life wasn't interesting enough. You had to add some shit. What do you reckon, Tove? I don't feel particularly well equipped to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> we've ca- we've had this conversation a few times before about adaptations. I have no problem with artistic license. Me neither, and I think it depends on whether you keep the message, which I feel like Black Klansman did. So I reckon Ron Stallworth is probably watching it, going, "Yeah, I'm alright with that." Yeah, um, having never met Ron, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I can speak with authority. He's on pretty this old. One. He's pretty old. Like uh, when I. I read Black Klansman. You're going to scoff at this. You listened to it. I listened to it. It was read by the author. He's pretty doddery. Yeah. Like, he's he's an ancient dude now. Ancient. (laughs) Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm sticking by ancient. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I I reckon that he- I I don't reckon he's seen the movie. I do know that David Duke came out complaining about the way he was portrayed in the movie. Huh. I thought they went pretty light on him. Yeah, I know. Didn't make him half as evil as they could have. <laughs> Stacy Hurley on Facebook, a partner of Sam Hurley, as we mentioned earlier. She wants to know what our favourite and least favourite movies of 2018 so far are. That's interesting. Just this last week, you asked me, should we do a when we do our top five of the year? Should we do a bottom five? And I was yeah. like, no, I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want to be part of general internet negativity. Blah blah blah. And then Stacy was like, <laughs> send some hate out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think my favourite so far is probably Tully. I really, really loved that film. And the more I reflect on it, the better I think it is. We've had some good films this year. I don't think this has been a great year for film, but we've had a couple of crackers. That one and Black Klansman are probably right up the top for me. Um, Yeah, spoilers for our top five coming up here. (laughs) Um, My favourite of the year to date, I'm pretty sure this came out in December in the States, but we got I don't think we got it till Feb. Um, Phantom Thread, Paul Thomas Anderson's latest. Yeah, right. The longer that film sat with me, the more I liked it. Have you rewatched it since? No, I haven't. So should I watch it before our top five of the year? No, nah, you won't care for it. You don't think I'll care for it? <laughs> <laughs> no sappy love, yeah. not manipulative enough? There's the love story in that film. There's no tears about it. <laughs> it is some twisted shit. <laughs> uh, least favourite of the year? Probably, probably Pacific Rim Uprising. What a yeah, bag of crap. I was- <laughs> 
Either that or Ocean's 8 for me. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I know you don't understand my hate for it. No, I, I don't. Just, I just thought it was so bad. Yeah, worst of the year is hard for me because we've had a lot of bad films, but most of them I've at least had fun at. Like, I wouldn't call Insidious The Last Key. That's that's the challenger to the throne for me. A bad film because you and I- <laughs> What were you watching? You and I had such a fun experience. That was one of the few times that we've gone to the film together. It was just a good time. So I Good can't- time, horrible <laughs> film. <laughs> is that how it works, though? If you had a good time, was it a bad film? Yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> there you go, Stacey. Cassie Brandon on Facebook. She's been a long-time listener, I think, since before the name change. She had a couple of questions. Firstly, have we ever reviewed anything we've worked on, or do we plan to? And also, will Topher marry her? <laughs> Which one of those do you want to go with first, Billy? <laughs> Let's go with the marriage proposal. <laughs> um, well, Firstly, I'm very lovable. Why did you jump straight to Topher? I want to know. Yeah, I, I did see that question pop up, and I thought, I'm not going to get a word in about this question. <laughs> Don't Rebut- know where I got that from. Rebuttal question. I'm great. <laughs> I was like, pretty sure Billy's going to take the wheel with this. <laughs> Lo and behold. Well, what do you think the general consensus to our listeners is? Well, do you think they all prefer you or is it just Cassie who's dead to me? My ability, like them, to listen. <laughs> I'm just taking a punt. So will you marry Cassie? Well, look, I've still got this paperwork in with Ryan Gosling's people <laughs> asking him the same thing. They keep telling me they'll get back to me. Yep. And until that is cleared up, I don't feel like I'm ready to consider other proposals. That's fair enough. <laughs> Not to mention, I don't think my other half would be thrilled. <laughs> I don't know. You barely talk. Well, yeah, maybe she'd be like, thank fuck. <laughs> As for the other question, have we ever reviewed anything we've worked on or do we plan to? I've never worked on anything worth watching. I mean, we haven't reviewed any car yard commercials. So, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The answer is no. Earlier this year when I worked on Peter Rabbit, we kind of just said no, we wouldn't wouldn't do that. Had I worked on Ant-Man 2 this year like I was offered to, we probably would have still done it. Yeah, it would be hard to remove yourself from it because having worked in film, like- Everyone, even bad movies, everyone believes they're doing something good. You come in every day and you work really hard. So it is really hard then to slam a movie that you know that amount of love has gone into it. Yeah, and it would have been awkward if I was like, geez, the FX in Ant-Man sucked. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's a really hard question. Which I don't think they did. No. (laughs) For the record. Speaking of stuff we worked on, Melanie Pearson on Facebook. She writes in, I met, hey, you, Mel. Guys, I met you guys at the Hamish and Andy thing, and I'm so glad because I love oh, the podcast. Oh, yeah. I remember Melanie. I remember Mel. She was a gun. That's they right. They skipped her poor, and brought us yeah, in because they already so- had two seats set up. We're sorry, Mel. We're sorry, Mel. <laughs> wasn't our call. <laughs> She's a legend, though. Your Fast and Furious marathon was so funny. I loved it. I hardly ever get to the movies these days. I have a three-year-old and my husband's away with work all the damn time. I feel that, Mel. So I like listening to all the new movie apps because I get to hear your opinions. Also, I don't do horror, so listening to the ones like Suspiria and Halloween are cool because I would otherwise know nothing about them. I can't even watch trailers for scary stuff. Sounds like she's in your boat, mate. Yeah. The other day I was watching the telly and the trailer came up for, what was it called? From It's from a, a year, probably a couple of years ago now. Was it called The Boy? There was like this person got employed as like a babysitter for this <laughs> little mannequin thing. Oh, yes. And I just do know the, the one you're trailer about. was petrifying. <laughs> I was like, nope. <laughs> nope. 
even when I disagree with you about how great or otherwise a movie is, Ocean's 8, <laughs> every episode is fun and interesting to listen to. I haven't gone back to listen to all the old eps yet, so maybe you've already covered this, but what exactly are your backgrounds in film? Like interest growing up, study, work, past and present. Obviously, you like movies, and I've gathered from bits here and there that you both work in film TV, but would love a breakdown of it all. So we met... At a television station. We did. It was 12 years ago now. Jeez, time flies. We're old, man. <laughs> uh, you had been there for a couple of years already working as a cameraman, and I was there in my last year of college on work experience. And I was about to leave. And they gave me your job. <laughs> my boss said, what do you think about this? <laughs> the hobbit looking dude <laughs> as your replacement. I was like, hey, he seems all right. <laughs> and uh, so we kind of followed each other back and forth through TV for a couple of times. We're still working together now. Um, but basically, we both just love film. It's something that we've always had in common. As for what we do now, uh, you're more of a trained cameraman. <laughs> trained cameraman? <laughs> there was no training involved. <laughs> There's a TV. camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and so that's still majoritively what you do is camera. And yeah, so I'm light, lighting and camera is really my focus. We both do a bunch of editing. I'm much less of a cameraman. I'll do it when I have to, but I And I the results like speak for themselves. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, but I'm a visual effects artist, so I've got a diploma in animation and visual effects, so that's more of what I do. As for film work, you're more stuck in TV. <laughs> you say it like it's a choice. <laughs> as far as film goes, um, this is probably interesting to people, but the industry here in Australia, it's a lot easier to get in for visual effects because- Pretty much every film that is theatrically released comes through Australia for visual effects in some capacity. Australia's actually got a really thriving industry as far as post-production goes. As far as shooting goes, it's harder because even though the odd film is shot here, they generally bring their own crews. So there's a lot less of it. Yeah, so I've done the odd visual effects job here and there. So that's pretty much our background. Don't study film, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you go to the movies heaps as kids? Does Canberra even have a real cinema or is it like the one in Kirk's house on Gilmore Girls? <laughs> can't, can't comment on the Gilmore Girls thing. <laughs> yeah. Don't know who Kirk is. Uh, I think our screen per capita ratio is like- Yeah, we've got, we've got a lot of cinema screens here. And uh, yeah, I mean, growing up as a kid, I fell in love from the movies from a very young age. When I was 10, I saved up and bought my first VCR and I would religiously tape- Every single movie that came on TV, I'd stay up and take the ads out, and I loved that shit. I still have about four or five giant tubs of VHS tapes uh, and go to the movies all the time. And these days, you go far more than I do. I put, on the weekend, I put all my CDs in a tub. Oh, really? I was like, I'm sorry, guys. Spotify wins. You're not getting used. <laughs> I put like half a dozen of my favorite artists at the top of the tub. Yep. So that if I was going on a road trip or something, I could still take them. But I was—I finally admitted defeat. Yep. The CD rack is gone from the lounge room. That's a bit sad. It's, it did sadden me a bit. <laughs> Opened the place right up, though. <laughs> <laughs> <It did. laughs> yeah. Likewise to Billy, though. I, I yeah. I we didn't go to the movies that much growing up. Um, we didn't have a lot of money, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't think I realised until I think I was probably into high school before I realised that. I felt differently about movies than other people. I yeah. assumed that everyone was just sick for them. And later on, I was like, oh, these people haven't been to the movies in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. And I know it's weird. Don't absolutely love it. No, I'm the same. When I was 
about 14, I wrote my first feature-length script. I used to write a lot. That was what I wanted to do in film was, as most people who get into this industry, was to make movies. You you were the same. and I'm an award-winning filmmaker. I know you are, mate. That was a, that was a cracking four-minute effort from, <laughs> from film studies. Uh, yes, I, I used to write a lot. And, yeah, it, it wasn't until, yeah, like 15, 16 that I was like, oh, no one else is- is as keen on this as I am. I think I told you last year I went so many times at event cinemas, which is one of the big nationwide ones. They actually sent me a letter saying, you go so often that we're making you a VIP member. You get free popcorn every time you come to the movies. They didn't know what they were getting themselves (laughs) in for, did they? I don't know how much popcorn I eat. (laughs) And then they went bankrupt. (laughs) I love the movies to the point where now I've I've got a home cinema, which I love, which is where we did Furious Temper. Locked ourselves in there. Place still smells. (laughs) So thanks, Eve Smell. That's awesome. Thanks for writing in. We're really glad that you're a listener. Here's an interesting email. Wayne Richard writes in, Greetings. This is Wayne. I would like to know if you offer for surf lesson. Anticipating on your response. Thank you. <laughs> interesting. So do we offer surfing lessons? <laughs> Never having surfed myself. Um, yes. I'll give it a bash. Do what you, you do, Wayne. <laughs> let me break it down. First, you're going to need a surfboard. Oh, right. You need a, a board. board for surfing. Okay. You're going to want to get on That's that. That's different to the way I would have done it. You're so going to want to get on that face down and swim out into the surf like a like some kind of turtle. <laughs> for those who are listening, which is everyone. <laughs> Anyone who's I'm listening. I'm the only one in the room. Topher is demonstrating how a turtle would swim out on a surfboard. Yeah. You want to do this in an inviting manner for a shark. Okay. <laughs> That's how you get out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, step two. Look out for sharks. Okay. It's Australia. Everything will kill you. That's that's very true. If you're riding from somewhere other than Australia, you're much less likely to get killed because everything in the ocean in Australia <laughs> will kill you. It's not, not wants to, will. Then what you're going to want to do is turn around so you're facing back in towards shore. But you just came from that way. Yeah. Now you've got to do a 180. Okay. And you want to well, time counterintuitive. this for when a wave's coming in. Wait, but waves are big. They are. You've got, so to take, you- you've got to take your brave pills. Wait, so you want a wave. You do. That's part of the whole exercise. Okay. Once the wave is gaining on you- You've lost me. <laughs> you're going to want to get back to your turtle thing, <laughs> paddle very quickly, and stand up on the board. I know that sounds strange. You're going to want to plant your feet. Again, just a reminder that Topher has never surfed. But I've seen it a bunch. Okay. In movies. You're going to want to plant your feet- which I'm gonna. Look, I'm gonna say forward? you can do either. Oh, really? That's the beauty of surfing. Are you sure? Yeah. Have you ever skateboarded? No. Have you ever played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? Never done it. Because I think you're meant to be left foot forward. Ten, you I've run- done. You, I remember 1080 on the Nintendo 64. You could do either one. You could oh, be wow. normal or goofy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's on skateboard. They call it goofy, goofy. footed. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, then you're just going to want to stand on your board as the wave takes you back into shore, and maybe do some sick tricks on the way. Okay. That's surfing. Good lesson, oh, mate. And then a lot of marijuana. <laughs> really lesson, just mate. all of the all of the marijuana. I feel much more comfortable surfing now. Yep. Thank you for that. So there you go, Wayne. I hope that answered your question. I doubt you're actually a listener. I think that email was a mistake. But either way, there is the surfing lesson. Anything from Nigerian princesses, Billy. <laughs> Nothing from Nigerian princesses. <laughs> Uh, Jeremiah on Instagram. Hey, guys, I love the show. Discovered you earlier this year completely on accident and binged every episode. I don't listen to many other podcasts, so I wanted to know what else you listen to and what you would recommend. What do you listen to, Tove? 
First podcast I ever started listening to was the West Wing Weekly. It will shock you to hear, Billy. You are a gigantic West Wing nut. A wing nut <laughs> is what we is what we call ourselves. Is that actually? Yeah, what? that's a thing. Oh my wing god, nuts. you're so lame. <laughs> <laughs> that was only, and that would only have been just before we started up. I kind of I knew podcasts existed. Yeah, but that was about it. So then then I kind of picked up on a bunch of other movie ones with people that we'd had some kind of contact with, and I was like, oh, I like these people. <laughs> What are, what are the non-movie ones? Titus and Sergio's Variety Hour, which is great, provided you are keen on Australian rules football. Yeah. So, for our audience, probably not for you. <laughs> <laughs> My dad wrote a porno. Love that shit. Yeah, I know you're a big fan of that one. Not a public transport one, that. <laughs> well, it kind of adds to the fun. Well, that's what you're, I was- you're surrounded by people while in your ears is- Cocks and stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, as well as podcasts, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. And a little while ago, I was listening to Outlander, which is I mean, its a historical romance novel, but it's basically porn. And there's a lot of sex scenes. You'd be listening on the bus and you're going, I, I don't feel like I should be listening to this. Fifty Shades oh, of Highlander. I should at least do my zip back up. <laughs> but as far as podcasts, yeah, the, I, I've been a long time listening to podcasts because I used to walk to work and back, which is like, a for me, at that time was- two hours a day, so I needed to fill in the time. So I started with the Hamish and Andy show. But, yeah, I listened to a bunch, especially with visual effects where you've just got your headphones on all day. About two or three years ago, I discovered Film Snuff, which is one of my all-time favourite shows, which you should definitely listen to. That's two comedians from the States who take movies that people love or are widely renowned and just tear them to shreds, which is great fun. As we've mentioned already, movie reviews in 20 Qs, The Contrarians, uh, they're great shows. Lots see, of movies. See, now ones. I feel like we need to do everyone or we're going to feel bad. Nah, that's all right. Boozy Movies is a great one. A big fan of The Countdown. If you want to know what podcasts like we listen to and who we're friends with, hop onto our Twitter. Every week I shout out ones that I love, ones that I listen to, ones that we're f- friends of and fans of, and that's probably the best way to find out who we think you should listen to. What's a Twitter? <laughs> this just came in. Speaking of uh, film stuff, our friend Keating Thomas from that show, he wrote in wanting to know, <laughs> he wants to hear the story of why we decided to change our name. And secondary to that, he wants to know if you'll be okay with the fact that he plans to ask Beth to marry him. <laughs> right. Okay. So we actually get a lot of Beth love. We get, oh, people like Beth way more pe- than us. People like Beth so much more than us. To the point where we had a Patreon request to film and, and demand that Beth be there. For the episode. Yeah. So, yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, Beth is my sister and Billy's friend. And she's three episodes with us now. We'll have her back again soon. She'll be back. So, how do, how do you feel about Keating wanting to marry marry Beth? Well, let's talk dowry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Keating? <laughs> like, don't just come to me with that. You start with something. Um, and Beth is Beth is very much the kind of woman who would who would be okay with- being bartered over. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, if you've listened to the show, you'll know that she she would be fine with being sold for a cow and a block of cheese. <laughs> the story of why we decided to change our name. Yeah, right. so initially- You'd be a long-time listener to know that we changed our name. We started off, we, when, we, <laughs> when we hit record for the first podcast- Which, as we mentioned, was down in the basement at work, and we didn't- We should point out that we didn't know we were doing a podcast when we hit record. It was approximately a year ago. Yeah. Um, and when we hit record, we didn't have a name. No. And we were like, oh, what? what is this thing? <laughs> and because, like, Billy and I are both big and hairy. Yeah. And we've often just referred to each other as bear. <laughs> yeah. As you do. 
And so when the fil- when when the show first started, it was called Bears on Film. That got a lot of people disappointed when they checked out the show and it wasn't about homoerotic cinema. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which we is actually, understandable. Well, we did have one guy very early on who said that when he first listened, he thought it was going to be about actual bears in film, like movies like Paddington or Grizzly right. Adams. Yep. Or- Brother Bear. <laughs> Brother Bear. Which I don't know how the long Revenant. the show would have lasted for, but well, I mean, I'll there see. you go. That's four episodes. This is the next marathon. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think, how long were we in? 20 episodes? 21 episodes? Was it that much? Yeah. Yeah, it was over 20 when we finally decided, all right, look, it's getting ridiculous. We've got a lot of people really confused about what the show is. They're either not listening because they're expecting something different, or they are listening and then they're disappointed in what it is. And so- And so I think I'd said, you were like, what should we change it to? And I was like, well, it should be, I'm, I'm a big fan of have it do what it says on the label. Yeah. And I I came to you with this huge list. I'd written down about 40 or 50 names that I'd just kind of thrown out of- And stupid things too. I'd started smashing things together like, oh, what about Cinnabomb or- Hello to Cinnabomb. One one that we both liked was Cinemates because it was like cinema, it had mates, we're Aussie. But it turns out that was taken by some Danish YouTube group. Yep. Uh, So in the end- And people might have been confused because it wasn't about mating. And one of the last things I'd written down- It was one of the last ones. Just because I was like, like, we watched a thing that says exactly what we do. And you were like, you know what? I think I like that one. And I checked and it wasn't taken anywhere. So that is the story of how we changed our name and why. (laughs) Still love Ryan Gosling. I reckon that's enough. What do you reckon? Oh, well, I've got no questions for you. <laughs> so <laughs> It's been a tremendous year. We've had highs. We've had lows. We've made a lot of friends along if the way. If you sent in a question, it's possible we, re- we recorded this before you sent it. So, yeah. So, don't feel bad. If it's on social media, Billy will get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, maybe we'll do another one of these at some point in the future. This has been fun. But next week, we'll watch another thing. So yes, we will. What are I'm we excited for it. Me too. I'm curious to see how this plays out. The first I heard of this movie, which here we go, another podcast recommendation, was Hollywood Babylon, which is Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. They don't, need a, they don't need a recommendation. <laughs> They're pretty big dudes. Um, <laughs> Not as big as they were. <laughs> and they do a segment called Movies That Will Suck. And that was the first I heard of this movie, was just about how bad the premise is. And so I was not excited at all until I saw the trailer last week. And I was like, you know what? It's got Letty from Fast and Furious in it. It's got to be good. <laughs> got to be. So I'm keen. So next week we're doing Widows. Widows. Steve McQueen's new one. Yeah. I'm a McQueen fan. Cool name. Like my least favorite Steve McQueen film is the one that won Best Picture. So <laughs> clearly I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really keen for this one. Sorted. Done. So in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at wewatchedathing.com or wewatchedathing at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all under the handle at wewatchedathing. Don't know what those things are. (laughs) As you know from today, we'll get back to you. And if we don't get back to you there on the social meds, maybe we'll do it here again one day. And if you need a surfing lesson, (laughs) I'm here. That's right. (laughs) And I'm about to be unemployed, so I'm going to be a surf instructor. (laughs) (laughs) That was also a cry for help. <laughs> if, if you need a big burly cameraman, throw us an email. Yeah, or just some hugs. <laughs> see that picture of me hugging a koala from during the week? I did see that, yeah. Sweet. Sofa had a shoot at the, at the Australian National Zoo. No. Not the Australian National Zoo? Australian National Zoo would be in the national capital. Oh, you're I right. I was in Queensland. This one's just called the Australia Zoo. Just just Australia Zoo. <laughs> yeah. Not Mr. Manager. <laughs> you were with the Irwin family. Uh, well, Terry. 
Well, I mean, because Mr. Er- Irwin's Irwin, Irwin's singular. Yeah. The kids weren't there. They were probably in school. Oh, probably. Wait, no, they've got to be older than that now. I think she's out of school. He's still in school. Right. There you go. Anyway. Anyway. Terry, sure. Terry Irwin, you patted wife, a of, wife of the crocodile hunter. Yeah. We did an interview with her, and then she was like, who wants to hold a koala? And I was like, threw my camera out of there. I was like, <laughs> fucking come at me. Where's this koala at? And they said the koala, they were like, wow, that is one chilled out koala. Yeah. It was totally- happy being on me. They were like, sometimes it's on like really skinny people and, it's, and you could see it in their eyes. They're like, if this was a tree, a stiff breeze would blow it over. Yeah. But on me, it was like, this is going nowhere. It was like, mama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mum got hairier. You know, when my wife listens to this episode, she's going to love that you told this story because just yesterday I was saying, fucking Topher will not stop talking about that koala. It's like every second word out of his mouth is, do you know how many likes my koala picture got? It is my most liked <laughs> post that I've ever put on Facebook. You know, not some like thing that I actually put some thought into. It's just like, yeah. here's a picture of a furry thing. And everyone was just like, 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 like. Well, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any questions about koalas? <laughs> um, they're marsupials. Are they? No, wait. I did know that. Now I sound like an idiot. Oh, jeez. Oh. You know, someone at work- Came past and was like, oh, it's a koala bear. I was like, are you kidding me? No. I didn't know there was anyone in Australia who didn't know that it's not a bear. Yeah, I thought that was a, a, for tourists only. Yeah. that's It's in the rule book. Yeah. Like Australia 101. Don't go in the ocean because you'll die is number one. <laughs> number two, it's not a bear. And also, I hate when people get drop bears and koalas mixed up. When people are like, oh, drop bears, they mean koalas. It's very like, different. Very different. Koala bear you can just hold. Yeah, drop bear And will, it won't kill you. It'll cut your jugular out. <laughs> Clearly. You've got to be careful of them drop bears. <laughs> anyway, we've been rambling for a long time now. Started after the wrap- wrapping this up a while ago. So, catch you next week. <laughs>